Good Enough, a podcast to help you overcome perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. Today, we're talking about morning routines, why they matter, and what can be part of one, and how to start a good enough one. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, and I'm a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. Hey, Janine. Hey, Shannon. How are you today? I'm excellent today. Yeah? Did yeah, your morning... It. What? Oh, I was just going to say it's not so hot out, so that makes me happy. Oh. That does. Yeah. yeah, you sent your heat to us. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> I am not happy about it. <laughs> no, it's, it's too bad. I apologize. <laughs> We're not set up for this here. Um, but so I, I was wondering if your good day had anything to do with your morning routine. Yes, I think my good days almost always have to do with my morning routine because I actually have a pretty ingrained morning routine that gets my morning off to a good start at least the, the first 30 minutes of the morning is aren't yeah. I lucky yeah <laughs> you are <laughs> so, well so what do you do during your 30 minutes or so okay at the risk of boring everybody I'll, I'll, I'll sit through <laughs> it but I get up I go to into the bathroom where I brush my teeth and floss them and then I wipe down the fixtures you know the the sink and the toilet and stuff with a Lysol wipe um, so that it's never gets disgusting and uh -huh. then uh, fix my dog and I go into the kitchen and I empty the dishwasher because my husband has the evening routine of running the dishwasher at bedtime and then I make my coffee and I feed Bix and then I go downstairs to my office where I start reading the email that came in in the morning and then, while I drink my coffee, and then I can get to work. Wow. And that's it. Yeah, and it's amazing that it takes me a half an hour to do those things. <laughs> but it does. <laughs> <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't seem, I mean, you're including your reading your email in that? No. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> It's really, it's, it's usually bad. That's like the end and then moving into your work day? Right. I think it's, I should time it uh, more carefully, but it's usually about a half an hour from the time I get up into the time I go downstairs with my coffee mm -hmm. in hand and a, a dog with a full belly. Yeah. yeah but and, so, and getting but Bix a, to eat is a big thing. He doesn't want to eat, so it takes a while. <laughs> what's wrong with that dog? <laughs> He's a poodle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's a that's a leisurely half hour. That's not like a rushing to get all this stuff done. Half Correct. Hour. Oh, and I'm reading. <laughs> so my Kindle's part of that. So I'm reading while I wash, brush my teeth and floss, and I'm reading while the coffee is brewing, and I'm reading while Bix is eating. Do you read anything in particular? I read novels. Just whatever you happen to be reading. Right, right. I read the novel of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. That sounds so nice. Oh, yeah. It's nice. It, yeah, it works for me. And right. um, it's a nice way to start the day. And I like the fact I'm starting the day the same way 
almost every day for some reason like if I'm flying and I have to leave the house at 5 a.m. so I'm getting up at 3 a.m. I um, and things get screwed up you know and and that's well, not a good way to start the day anyway at 3 a.m. but <laughs> right, uh, yeah. it definitely puts a wrench. <laughs> yeah um, something crossed my mind though while I was saying that which was um, that I decide when to get up based on when I have to leave the house because when mm-hmm. I have to leave the house depends upon what time I might have a, a client appointment and if I can I try to allow three hours from the time I get up to the time I leave the house so oh, that's that interesting I can, yeah then it two hours minimum for me to do all that and then get my email read do a half an hour of genealogy research hopefully write a blog post um walk bix uh get dressed take a shower if I'm lucky <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so that's that so that's how I decide when to get up in the morning Right. Well, but all of that stuff is part of your morning routine, too. Don't you almost always publish your blog post in the morning? Um, It it depends. It depends on the day. Well, it depends on my phase. Like right now, my focus is making sure I do 30 minutes of genealogy research in the Uh morning because on my genealogy blog, I have a challenge going 30 minutes a day for 30 days. So I'm, I'm... I'm, I'm the leader of the challenge, so I feel like I really have to do it. <laughs> and I've learned that if I want to um, get something done, I need uh-huh. to do it before I walk Bix. So, right. uh, so that's my focus. So the, like I blogged today, but not until like 1130. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that's a lot of stuff. You're right. And I do try to incorporate blogging as part of my morning routine. I blog four times a week. So um, obviously I need to have a spot for it. Right. In my day. Well, yeah. but so it sounds like, you know, depending on what your focus is, you that's part of your morning routine. If we think of your morning routine as the period between when you get up and when you do whatever else needs to be done for work, whether that's leave to go to a client's or do other things mm-hmm. that, you know, because and part of your morning routine is walking Bix and getting dressed and all of that. So it's really like... You have a pretty substantial morning routine there that apparently didn't feel like one to you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, I know that I'm at my best in the morning. And and so the more I can get done before I leave the house, uh, the more uh, I get done, the more productive my day is. And if Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to blog at night after a client appointment, I will, but it's usually the quick and easy blog post because I don't, I just, in the afternoon, I might as well just not try to work in the afternoon. I swear (laughs) I should just work from (laughs) 5 a.m. to noon and call it done. Uh, but, uh, I, so yeah, the morning routine helps me a lot. Yeah. That's great. How about you? Do you have a morning routine? No, which is why I wanted to do this episode so I could figure out how to have a morning routine because I really want to have one because I understand the usefulness. Huh? I'm I'm dumbfounded because I I, <laughs> I, I, I I can't believe it's true that you don't have a morning routine. I know there are at least a, I'm sure there are a couple things you're doing every morning. Well, that's true. There are. There's a morning routine of things that I do every morning that I don't really think of my morning routine, like, you know, getting up, brushing my teeth, making the bed. Um, But sort of beyond that, um, well, now there's also cuddling with Cleo. Right. 
Um, of course. So that's my cat, and um, she insists on it. She's very, she sleeps in. She has her own um, bedroom. It's like a little studio apartment for her, and uh, <laughs> it does. She has like a little bathroom in there, and her little eating area, and her bed, and toys, and uh, but she insist like when when I open the door in the morning, she does not let me do anything before I pick her up and cuddle with her. Wow, that's nice, right? Yeah. I mean, that's an yeah. important part of the, your, your new morning routine. My goodness. Yeah, so yeah. that's very nice. And also that is, so part of the problem, I think I should start with this, is that I'm not a morning person. Oh. Um, I'm not particularly a night owl either. Um, you know, I, I like to be in bed by... 10 o'clock at night um which is why when I visit you it's so convenient because um you do everything like an hour or two later in the day than I do <laughs> in except, the except for getting up but yeah except for getting up yeah um but so I don't have to change time when I'm there <laughs> right you just stay on pacific time <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you know my seven o'clock dinner is nine o'clock central time <laughs> <laughs> right. It works out great. Right. Yeah. Most of our guests don't really appreciate that we feed them at 9 p.m., uh, but it works out for you. <laughs> yeah, it's totally awesome. <laughs> but um, so I am starting to develop a, a morning routine, you know, because of the cat. And so I, I cuddle with her. And then I also clean um, her litter boxes in the morning and then vacuum and since I'm vacuuming up the litter I might as well like vacuum in between the two litter boxes which are on different floors of the house so I'm actually incorporating something that I've wanted to be doing which is do a little bit of cleaning every morning so it's not a big to do and it never gets gross like you said mm -hmm. about the bathroom mm -hmm. um, but you know the 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 real problem I faced is that I want to do I have all of these things that I think should be part of my morning routine like you know I should be writing in my journal and I should be doing some yoga and I should um be I really wish I liked coffee I know what's the matter with I, you I don't know but I don't like it and I and I really want to I wish I could like hold a mug of coffee in the morning and for whatever reason tea I, I love tea and I drink a fair amount of tea, but it's not the same thing. I just have this desire for coffee. Um, <laughs> that you don't but like. That I don't like. <laughs> Interesting. I know. Weird, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, and But so I... I I feel like my morning should, you know, and then I want to do some inspirational reading and, you know, I have like all these things that I want to have as part of a morning routine and then it gets overwhelming and I get all perfectionistic about it and I, then I do nothing. <laughs> well, right. Although I will say the fact that you your that Cleo has you vacuuming every morning is very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. There is that. But well, yeah. Yeah. Part of you. that, too, I, is that I love my vacuum cleaner. Oh, my God. Well, all right. Then we all need to know what vacuum cleaner do you have. It's um, 
a Dyson cordless vacuum cleaner, and I can't remember what model it is or whatever, but it just, it has a little thing that's mounted on the wall and plugged in and it sits in there and then you take it down and so there's no cord so i can you know Mm -hmm. walk through the whole house vacuuming without worrying about a cord and it's pretty lightweight and it works as well as any corded vacuum i've ever used Um, wow well you'll have to put a link in the show notes i know there's more than one um model because i was at costco the other day and i they had two different ones. I was going to text you pictures of both and say which one is yours, and then I decided to, you know, cut you a break and not make you do that. <laughs> um, but now I'm demanding that you tell me so we can put it in the show notes. <laughs> I will, because it, it seems ridiculous, but the ease that this vacuum cleaner brings to vacuuming has been life-changing. Um, not only because I enjoy using it more, but the kids use it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and they don't, you know, it's not like a big ordeal. Like they have to drag the vacuum cleaner out and plug it right. in and move it up and down the stairs. You just walk around with it. Right. Wow. So. Yeah. I have a, a heavy, an older heavy Dyson that is a pain to take from floor to floor. Yeah. Um, so that sounds delightful. Yeah. But so I, but I digress. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. But so <laughs> there are, there, <laughs> there is... There are things that I am doing each morning that, you know, are essentially part of a routine, a morning routine, but there are these other things that I would like to be doing that I'm not doing, and um, uh, that's that's what I want to figure out, mm-hmm. and that's what, um, for any of our listeners who are struggling with a morning routine, what I want to help them figure out. Right. So, obviously, perfectionism is not helping you in this instance. And um, no, yeah. And and what I always tell people is it's it's easiest to create routines by linking a new habit with something that you're already doing. So you know that's where my flossing came to be because I added it after toothbrushing, and then when I decided to wipe down the. Um, counters and stuff I added it after flossing I mean out it after established habitual things so I'm wondering whether I mean but for the first step for you is going to be to figure out what it is you want to add to your routine right to yeah I think that's right I need you know there are so many things that I want to have as part of my morning routine Um, I think that it will be useful for me to sort of prioritize them and also start really, really, really small. Right. Make it really achievable and not the least yeah. bit overwhelming, right? Right. Right. Um, yeah. Or, you know, like I, I like to say to my clients, make it ridiculously easy. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like, so easy, it's laughable. Um, what would and, be an example but, in your morning routine of something so easy, it's laughable? Um... Well, also, and here's the caveat for that, is that it has to count. Like, in your mind, it has to count as doing the thing you want to do. So it has to sort of point you in that direction, but it has to be ridiculously easy. So, like, if I eventually want to um, do yoga, um, like, for now, I could start by doing one stretch. Or, you know, I could start by just rolling out my yoga mat Mm -hmm. 
you know, something that sort of gets me the momentum to where I want to go, but it feels really easy to do. And if you do that, if you roll out your yoga mat, you can check that box in your head and you, and you might actually do some yoga or you, or you might not that day, but right. it counts, but that activity yeah. counts towards your routine. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I'm also thinking about like journaling or reading. And and so I think of about coming up with, you know, that sort of ridiculously easy step that counts for each of those things. But also I think I don't want, even though I want all the things, I don't have to start with all the things. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I was going to caution you against trying to do everything at once and rather build right. up to um, build, make your routine longer as you strengthen the routine. Mm-hmm. And, and as we're talking and I'm thinking about these things I want to add into my morning routine, I'm um, realizing that there are things that I could do to make it easier to accomplish those things. So for instance, right now my yoga mat is in a bag, in a closet downstairs, which is far, far away from my room in the morning. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So, you know, having it out where I want to be using it or having it, you know, like right there. Um, Is your yoga mat in a bag in a closet because you take it to yoga class? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe actually getting a second yoga mat that you store in your room so that you don't have to have an impediment to going to yoga class might be helpful too. Yeah, that's true. Um, the other thing I thought of is that um, it might actually start before that. Well, uh, this is something I need to figure out on my own. <laughs> like, yeah, so let us all into your thought process, Shannon. Go ahead. <laughs> well, now I'm thinking like, well, is it that I want to be doing yoga every morning or is it that I want to be exercising? Because those are two mm-hmm. different things. Mm-hmm. So if it's that I want to be, if I want exercise to be, you know, or movement to be part of my morning routine and I'm running three days a week, then, you know, the other four days a week I could be doing yoga. Or is it that I want to be doing yoga every day, whether or not I'm running? Ah, right. Yeah. So you just have to figure that out and figure out what feels right. doable, what which feels most doable or what definition of counting feels easiest to accomplish yeah Um, you know we haven't really talked about why a morning routine is important uh and what makes what what draws you to wanting the morning routine so much right well i i googled benefits of morning routine Mm -hmm. and got 106 million hits (laughs) that wasn't (laughs) overwhelming (laughs) yikes (laughs) <laughs> so did you read any of them? I did read some of them. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, and what I mean, what I found out is sort of what I know, because I have had morning routines in the past, mm-hmm. and it also mirrors your experience, what you shared earlier, is that having a morning routine um, helps start your day um, feeling productive. Mm-hmm. And it... And it makes it easier to do the things that you want to be doing every day if you sort of link all these habits together mm-hmm. and have that routine and then you just do it every morning. And then it also 
um, it makes it easier to do because when you have all those things linked, then when you don't do them, like you mentioned, if you have to get up extra early or something, you notice it. And so it's easier to stay with the routine. Right. It's, it's way easier to jump back in if it's something that's ingrained. Um, right. One of the things I like about it is it automates this stuff for, for me um, that I don't want to be thinking about, like yeah. cleaning up the bathroom. Like, I don't think about it. I just do it. Um, if I didn't do it as part of my morning routine, every time I went to the bathroom, I'd think, oh, geez, I should pull out a Lysol wipe and wipe this stuff down. And then I wouldn't. And it would go on all day. <laughs> and this That's way, what I do. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or for, for us, the whole dishwasher um, routine is has been revolutionary. I mean, it's been going on for decades. But uh, before we did that, we would always have a dishwasher full of dishes. They might have been clean. They might have been dirty. And dishes on this, the counter. Right. But now, this way, all day long, my husband and I both work from home. All day long, we have a dishwasher waiting to receive dishes. So they just go in the dishwasher, and it's never an issue. Like, there's never that moment, are the dishes clean or dirty? They're always dirty unless it's me first thing in the morning. So it's amazing. Right. It's so good. And we've adopted that, too. Thank you for sharing that. And it has made a huge difference at our house because, like you said, you know, when the kids eat during the day, particularly during the summer, they can just put their dirty dishes in the dishwasher. And then, you know, at dinner time, it's time to do the dishes. There's you just load the dishwasher. There's no... um, you know, because there have been times where like, oh, we didn't run it because it's only half full and then it gets full during the day and then we run it and then the dishwasher's running during dinner and then there's nowhere to put the dinner dishes. Right. Exactly. Um, we're, we're a family of two and we still, I'd say 98% of the time run it no matter what. Because the day that we don't, that's the day that a lot of dishes come along for whatever yeah. reason. And then, yep. Yeah, yep. So building the habit at our house, it involved a lot of discussions of, well, the, you know, it's not full. Should I, are you sure I should run it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I say, well, is there enough room to put all of tomorrow's dishes in it? And, you know, when the kids are with us, which is half the time, the answer is no. So right. it gets run. <laughs> and um, if it's just the two of us, it may or may not get run, but... Um, it's just easy when you, when you have that set up, those parameters set up, then there's, there's not a real weighty, I mean, it's not a weighty decision, but it can weigh on, I mean, it can take a a fair amount of executive function um, (laughs) right? to decide whether or not to run the dishwasher, unless you have a super simple parameter of run it unless there's like three things in it and there's plenty of room for tomorrow's dishes. Right. Right. And I think that can be applied to so many things, can't it? Yeah. Well, and I think that's what you're saying is that these are things that you want automated. And so you don't have to use any of your decision making or executive function abilities in the morning to do the things that you want to do. Right. Exactly. Right. Because my executive function isn't necessarily that high f- when I just have gotten up. I mean, it is within, after I've had that cup of coffee, I'm doing great, but I like that I don't have to think about any of that. Yeah, well, and I think that's part of what has kept me from 
really solidifying a morning routine is that I am not a morning person. It takes me a long time to wake up. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not really functioning very well until about 10 o'clock in the morning. I know. Um, I have been your house guest many times. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, um, you're, and, you're always delightful, though. Uh, and weirdly, my peak time, like my best time is late afternoon, early evening. Wow. Um, like, I think I would, if I could work from like, I don't know, one to seven every day, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. Well, and you are your own boss, so you probably could. Yeah, but there are a lot of things that happen with the family between five and seven that make it difficult for me to work during that period. Family. Plus, you're, um, you're on the West Coast, so it, that's hard, too, if you're dealing with people in other time zones. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I do, I do only do coaching appointments from 10 a.m. on. 10 a.m. on. Occasionally, I will do a 9 or a 9.30 appointment, but it's very rare. Right. Go ahead. I've always refused to work with clients in the evening. Lots of times clients would like that, and I, and I always say, no, I'm no good in the evening. You don't want me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to know these things about yourself. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. But so the... the the thing that's popping into my head as we're having this conversation is like that's all the more reason to have a good strong morning routine is so that I do those things without having to think about them. Exactly. Yes, right. It'll make your mornings easier and you'll get stuff done during that time where you feel like you're not at your best. Yeah. 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 So so I think that I might want to have sort of two routines that, you know, maybe get blended together, but that one is, um, and I think this is sort of how you end up doing your day, um, not necessarily on purpose, but just how it works out is, but to have sort of the morning, you know, personal domestic routine Mm -hmm. of, you know, brushing my teeth and all of that stuff and, you know, incorporate the little bit of um, house cleaning that I want to do and then um, have a separate routine of um, or, you know, maybe sort of a build on routine of the adding in some of the other things I'd like to do in the morning, like journaling and moving my body and um, reading and those sorts of things. Well, that sounds like a good approach. And I guess you're right. I am. I do have that. I've got the those, that first half hour stuff that happens without fail, and then I launch into ease into the work that I get done before I take Bix for a walk. And then mm-hmm. after that, I do more work. But the important stuff gets done before I leave the house, and, right. and that is sort of a separate routine from that. What I was thinking of is my morning routine. Those domestic things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have um, a bit of an evening routine that um, I think of as putting the house to bed. Mm-hmm. I like that. And and um, that's running the dishwasher. Now it involves putting Cleo to bed 
and she gets a little snack at night so she really looks forward to it and now she's she's become so um uh used to this that about 9 30 if we haven't like started she starts going bonkers wanting her little snack so i want to be put to bed yeah so that (laughs) now prompts the evening routine Uh um but so it's putting her to bed and running the dishwasher and um like i said uh uh I just think about it as putting the house to bed. So it's turning out the lights and, um, you know, I do sort of a quick check if there's anything that needs to go to another room, Um, you know, maybe fold up a blanket, but just sort of walk through the house. And the way our house is situated, I can sort of start in Cleo's bedroom slash the kitchen and then walk through the house up the stairs to my bedroom. So I kind of sweep the whole house in, a really normal pattern um, and then I you know brush my teeth take my supplements blah 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 and it's I just like that whole feeling and so I'm thinking that if I think about a morning routine as you know like waking up the house of, mm-hmm. of you know getting the house up in the morning that um, that that would be a really sort of pleasant way to think about it. Yeah, that that's that's great. That's so interesting to me that, um, well, it makes sense that your evening routine would be well-developed since you're an evening person, um, but that you have one that works well, well for you, makes you feel good. So, yeah, just turn, see how you can reframe that in your morning and you'll be in good shape. Yeah, I think so. So I think that that will be the key for me. And um, that's my, uh, I think that'll be the thing that makes a difference for me is thinking about it in a way that supports me and is enjoyable as opposed to this thing that I should do. Should, yeah. Leave the word should out of it, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Well, I can't wait to hear how it works out. Yeah. Well, I will share with um, the readers. So we... (laughs) They're actually listeners. I mean, (laughs) 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 well, I was thinking about sharing on the, um, on our website. Oh, I see. So that's why I was thinking readers. Got it. (laughs) Wasn't completely out there. (laughs) 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 But um, uh, so I will share... Uh, in the show notes because there will be a little bit of time between when we've recorded this and and when this episode gets published so I will share how my ro- morning routine is going then excellent and um, and then you know we may want to talk about evening routines because clearly a good morning starts the night before right yeah you can set yourself so. up for a great morning with a good evening routine and and mine is nowhere near as developed as yours so um I will look forward to perhaps learning from you how I can make right. well, evenings are tougher for me. Yes. <laughs> so we'll do that in a in a future episode. Um, but for now, is there anything you want to add or take away? Oh, I feel like we covered it. I mean, I think habits are habits and routines get a bad rap, and people mm-hmm. think routine is a negative. And I think good habits linked into routines are a great thing to sort of automate your life and make it easier so um 
I encourage everyone, if they don't already have a, an easy morning routine, to think about one that they might be able to incorporate into their lives and make their mornings easier. But just don't get all perfectionistic about it, right? <laughs> right. And then on that note, I think I would say, um, you know, start your routine with the things that, that will make the biggest difference for you so that they're easier to stick with. Um and to start very, very small, ridiculously easy, mm-hmm. and uh, build from there. Excellent. And yeah. I am excited for us to share our new thing with people. Oh, yes. So you, you, you tell it. You thought of it. <laughs> so on every episode that ends with a five, starting with episode 15, we are having a new feature, Q&A on the fives. And we will be answering your questions. You can ask us anything. And we will be just thrilled to hear from you and to make that easier we have a new gtge hotline you can call in (laughs) and um yeah that's like makes it super exciting doesn't it yeah hotline hotline right the phone phone (laughs) is actually red (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah call the red phone (laughs) and um the phone number is 413 424 GTGE. That's 413-424-4843. And you can call that number any time of the day or night and leave a message for us with your question, um, comments, feedback, whatever you would like to share. And we can use your questions on this upcoming episode. And And what else? Well, we want, if, if it's okay with you, we'll actually play the recording of your voice asking the question or making the comment, although you are welcome to tell us that you prefer we didn't do that. And if that's the case, we can just read it. Um, but I love the notion that we get to hear people's voices. I know, I do too. I would, I would love it um, if we could share some of our listeners' voices. Um, and it makes it more personal when we're answering questions. Right, exactly. So we'll see how that works out. But thank you for thinking that up, Shannon. And Shannon was the one who got us that awesome phone number. I think it's, I find it easy to remember and quite exciting. And as we know, I get excited (laughs) a little easily, (laughs) but I find it very exciting. (laughs) It is (laughs) 413-424-4843. I wish that were Um, my phone number. Not really, because it's taken. Yeah. So, yeah, please let us know. Uh, let, let us know if you have questions or things that you want us to address. Right. And so for now, thank you for listening. And please share the podcast with a friend you think might be interested. And you can find us on all the regular social media challenge, channels, <laughs> uh, including um, Twitter at gtg enough on instagram at getting to good enough on facebook groups um the easiest thing to do there is to search for getting to good enough and of course uh all of this is on our website getting to good enough.com so for now i am shannon wilkinson in portland oregon i'm janine adams in st louis missouri 
Thanks for listening, and we hope that good enough gets easier for you.